Do you really want your company to stand out in the crowded digital space? Do you want to get more people to know, like, and trust you with your story? Authentic Web Video Marketing Agency can help you to collect those stories, the stories that sell, connect the stories to the situation, produce the videos that you need in each of the situations, and then use the latest techniques, including video ads, retargeting, and email to deliver those video stories. Authentic Web is the video production and marketing agency trusted by top marketers to help their story stand out in a crowded space. Visit AuthenticWeb.media to learn more. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to another Garlic Marketing Show. I'm Garlic, and today we're going to talk an important marketing subject that a lot of people overlook. My guest today has been in television production for nine years, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Worked on The Maury Show, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We'll probably ask him some questions. Hmm. Our guest today, John D'Amato, thanks so much for being on, is a portrait photographer, especially for entrepreneurs, and I think this is so, so important that people overlook. John, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Ian. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, you know, you, how did, let's talk about this. How'd you get into photography? Tell me that. How did I get into photography? Well, uh, when I was in graduate school, I actually, uh, I needed one more class in elective my last semester and uh, I took 35 millimeter and I, um, now I was going for TV, so I was already into the camera thing. So that kind of kept me like, I was like, you know what? Let me try something with still cameras. Let me see what that's all about. It turned out it was the best class I ever took in my life. Um, but then I pursued TV, and as you said, I ended up getting a job uh, in production for uh, The Maury Show uh, shortly after I graduated, and I kind of forgot about it. Fast forward a couple of years, and I was looking for something just as a way to kind of, as a hobby, to break up. Uh, my daily, everyday shooting TV stuff over and over again. And I picked up my camera again and I started shooting street photography in Manhattan. And that's where it really started. Man, there's a lot to shoot in Manhattan. <laughs> there, that, let me tell you, if there's one awesome thing about where I live. I mean, there's many awesome things about being in New York City, uh, being from here, being raised and all that. It's knowing all the cool spots too. And you just go and just shooting the amount of people that walk around here it's incredible it just never ends and it's just very interesting and it kept me very busy and that's what kind of led me to start shooting people you know because at first it was just you know the uh, street and weird compositions of garb i would shoot garbage pails people would look at me there's a photo of me actually from probably i don't know 10 11 years ago <laughs> i'm like in flip-flops and short shooting this garbage pail and um yeah and that one got a lot of interesting responses on facebook like why are you doing that but you know it's about it's it got a reaction <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. but it's about seeing the beauty and everything because at the end of the day, there's aesthetics to a lot of things, and that's really what drew me into the whole the whole art of it. And that's true. You know, it's it's finding that beauty. 
but also, you know, being able to tell a story, right. With the photography. I mean, that, that's yes. pretty important too. I mean that, that yes, that especially with portraits, because you're telling, you're telling your story with every photo that you post of yourself, um, online, uh, on your website or wherever. Um, it's that expression, it's that body composition, that head angle, all of those things, the composition of the frame, you know, all of those things add up to telling a certain aspect of your life, your personality and your story to people viewing that image. So I can't do this with Sears headshots. What's that? <laughs> I, I can't just use Sears headshots. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what it is? It's funny. People are always ask me like, oh, well, what's the best way to shoot this? And the best, the reality is, is we are not in black and white. We are, our emotions, our personality is shades of gray, shades of gray. All of it's important. Serious, funny, candid, confident, badass, you know, all of that stuff. It all counts. It's all important and it's all needed. So, you know, once you start deciding to tell the stories, how did you get involved in helping entrepreneurs and thought leaders doing portrait photography? Well, shortly before I uh, rebranded recently um, to the website that you see now, I uh, was shooting everything, um, all different kinds of projects and anything that came my way that had a check attached to it, I was in. And then one day I got a call from a uh, former client of mine. I had shot some stuff for her, some event related work. Um, and she was putting out a book, needed to promote herself, uh, had zero presence on social media, needed photos for the book, for all these different types of things. And the it kind of started from there. It was the need from this one client that then opened my eyes and it made me realize, hey, you know what? There's a market here. There are, you know, a kajillion people just like her. And it's like, and I think that this would be a great place for me to go because, um, you know, sh shooting entrepreneurs, thought leaders of different disciplines, it's all awesome because there's this certain sense of not only am I helping them get to where they want to be and help other people in their particular discipline, but I'm learning stuff from them too. So it's like a win-win all around. That's so cool. And it's fun, right? It's fun to go into other, I love working with business owners and, and learning the, their trade a little bit, learning their stories and how to do things. It's, it's always exciting to learn that stuff, isn't it? No, it's absolutely. And, and, and more than even just that, it's just, there's, there's a camaraderie that entrepreneurs, solopreneurs have with each other because we're outside the matrix. You know, we're doing our own thing. We had enough of courage to step out, not do the nine to five and actually pursue something that we're very passionate about. And on that level alone, I have an, a, a huge amount of respect for the people I work with because we're all in the same boat. And we're all here to help each other out. And it's, you know, there's there's a certain sense of um, I really I really want to nail this for them, you know, because yeah. I know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's it's so true. That's why I love working with business owners and businesses, because you can transform someone's life. And what I love about what you do, you know, when we work with websites at Authentic Web, it's the first thing I tell people, I'm like, you know, a lot of times, you, you know, a few tweaks to your current website, especially great imagery, you can transform your current website like that from that to absolutely amazing. I mean, a single image can make a website. Um, and you do a lot of that. But what are some of the big mistakes that you see people make when they're getting those images, getting the images on themselves? 
the biggest mistake that I see outside of selfies, which absolutely hurt my feelings when it's in a professional manner, it's just stop. Um, aside from that, the biggest, um, I think where most entrepreneurs miss the mark is that there is this sense of always having to have these sunshiny, happy photos, these, these fake smiles, these uh, really like, yay. And, and, and those are great. And there's, been, there's a lot of beautiful photography out there. And, and these photos aren't aesthetically ugly. It's just conceptually, you're painting yourself into a corner. Because as I said before, our personalities, our brands are shades of gray. And it's not just black or white. And you can't just have happy smiley. Because when you want to be able to present certain aspects of your brand to your followers, you need those shots that are going to illustrate those captions. You can't just be all like, hey, I'm eating an apple, looking off camera, living the dream. <laughs> you know? Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love smiley shots and candidness. is, And that's another thing. That's another missing the mark. There's not enough candid photography out there. It's all staged. Now, listen, I stage my clients and shoot them in, in positions where, you know, obviously there's a light and we're, we're setting this up. However, there needs to be that subtlety of candidness to it, like they're moving a certain way and they don't think I'm shooting them, but I'm shooting. I'm shooting all this stuff or I say something and make them laugh. I'm shooting that because that authenticity is what really shows your personality. Oh, yeah. And I mean, my company's Authentic Web and I agree 100%. And a lot of people want to be posing. They think the pose is, is the thing, but it's, it's that stuff that happens in like between this. the pose. Yeah. You gotta see the if you're not if you're just listening to this, you gotta check out the video because you'll see what John did. Um, (laughs) But it's so true, you know. And and we had that in video shoots, and people like, well, I want a script, I want everything to be perfect. I'm like, well, that's not how life is, and it's actually it's off putting, right, on a subtle level. Isn't it to people when they see the? Uh, I would say it's an overt. It's an overt level, actually, when you have that because. But continue. Sorry, cut you. No, go ahead. No, I want you to talk to me about this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, the amount of fake smiles that I see. You know, I tell my clients this all the time, uh, especially my uh, when I was really heavy into studio headshots. This was part of my um, my opening statements to them to get them ready. Um, I I would say. you know, I don't allow fake smiling in front of my camera. Um, and the reason is that every time that you fake smile, I die a little bit on the inside. <laughs> and I don't think you want me to do that before we're done with your session. So they just look fake. They look wrong. And it and, and it's just ugh. and, you, you know, the, the key to, to finding out and seeing that is in the eyes. You can always tell if someone's fake smiling. It's in the eyes. And that's the first place I always go when I look at a picture. Yep. Yeah, and, you know, I talk to people about this, too, is we as humans read facial expressions better than anything else. You know, we forget that we didn't always have language. Like, people existed for a long time without language, so we had to read someone's facial expression. It's ingrained in us. And when you put, there's a a mismatch, because if someone puts a fake smile on there, it, it tells our brain that this person's lying, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it tells them that they're lying. And quite frankly, if you're a solopreneur in a service based industry, that's not exactly the type of thing that you want to be pushing out there. You want to be pumping out the good stuff. You want that that engaging, that entertaining, informative and inspiring 
uh, type of content. And if you're out there doing this, yeah, that's not that's not going to work because people read through all that stuff. Yep. And the more you can get someone, if you make a great photo that people enjoy looking at, they're going to look at your face more, and naturally, you're going to become their friend. Yes. It's, as I say uh, to uh, my clients, you're starting a conversation without ever saying a word when you have your photos where they need to be because you're putting those confident, approachable, likable aspects of your personality on display and people can't help but just look at those images. So when a marketer or an entrepreneur is creating this and they, they, I mean, on your website, you have 20 tips to transform your lifestyle portrait session into a marketing goldmine. I mean, that, that I, I, we can't go through all the tips, but what would you say is one or two big tips that someone could use? Um, probably the biggest, uh, well, God, there's so many. I mean, the, Don't, the main- make, make them download the biggest. Go there, go to johndemato.com, get, get the 20 tips yourself, because John's not going to give us the biggest one. He'll give us number three on here. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, one of the big things is um, just have your photographer when they're shooting your images. Just like, for example, I'm looking at your uh, the the video screen right now with you and you are justified uh, on my screen to the right hand side. The left hand side of this screen is screaming for text and branding to be included into it. I I am so steadfast about justifying images like people shouldn't just be centered no (laughs) although you can use that too but you know that was probably number six but either way that's definitely one of them it's justify your uh, uh within the composition of the frame to the left or the right so text can be included into the image because it it and it's not just because it looks cool i mean yeah it does look cool but it's eye catching and not only is it eye catching it draws people in and then what it also does is with uh an expression that reinforces whatever informative inspiring or entertaining quote you have to the side of your face it gets immersed better because people have your face re- recognized to that to those words it's absolutely true and you know and when you give it to a web designer when you give it to uh, anyone making your marketing you give them something that's justified like that it gives them a lot more literally room to be creative because they can put stuff there, they can move yes. it. If they need it centered, they can do it. But if they have right. some space with some imagery in it, man, there you go. And I'll tell you another thing too. There's a few studies out there. I'm not sure if you've heard these, but if you actually have your face looking at the opt-in, um, it, it increases conversion rates anywhere from 20 up to 75 percent. So I I did not know those numbers, uh, but I'm definitely going to steal them. I did know the the eye the eye pathway, though that I did know. Yes, yeah. because it's it's one of those things where your your face, uh, the viewer's eye, is drawn to the face, and then which then is then uh, bounced off into the text. So yeah, no, yeah. that's really awesome though. Yeah, there's know all, that. all these subtle things that we can do with our imagery and faces that it's it's so important, and that's why working with the expert like yourself. I think is absolutely crucial because it, it, you know, the second you start talking about all this stuff, it, I'm sure there's people that are like, Oh my God, I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm not gonna be able to do this. I, I, yeah, I do this, but for you, it's, it's second nature 
you probably don't even think about this stuff. I, I love every second of this. Are you kidding me? I, and then <laughs> the overwhelm thing is funny because I've had plenty of sales calls where I'm like, wow, I'm a little overwhelmed. I need to digest all of the things you just said because the reality is, is that what comes second nature to me is an absolute revelation to other people. And, um, and I will talk your ear off about it because I absolutely believe in it. I love it. And it's just, um, it's just a really good time to watch the light bulbs pop off in their faces. Like, wow, this is really cool. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> we got to make that money for you. We got to get those photos so we could start pumping them out to get that visibility that you want. You know, that's, and that's what this is about. It, this is not, you know, this is not a hobby for people. This is their, this is their lives. And, and I take that very seriously because um, I'm in it with you. You know, I'm right there. So, yeah, it's and, awesome. And this imagery, the, the subtleties of it are so absolutely critical because how often people see this image. Like, we're like, oh, it's, it's just going on my website. Everyone goes to your website. And guess what? Everyone goes to your Facebook page. I spend more time communicating with clients and, and networking on Facebook than anywhere else. So I'm seeing that image. You know, I'm seeing that image and, and that portrays so much and then ingrains so much. So it's absolutely critical. But why do people push back on spending money, spending time on this type of photography, on this expertise, when they'll spend all this money and all this time everywhere else when this is just absolutely critical? What, what are some of the excuses you've heard? Um, well, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but at the end of the day, the responsibility is on the person themselves to be actionable in their own business and to, and to understand that, um, you can't just get away with, uh, some, you know, amateur kid with a really awesome camera. That's not quite sure of the fundamentals. You know, <laughs> I was that kid. I didn't know what the hell I was doing when I started. I mean, I had no idea. And, and I myself had that conversation like, how does this photographer get to charge this much? And I'm down here. I understand now. Yep. You know, and the reality is, is that other people in other um, they don't quite get it because, um, you know, it, it doesn't look that hard from the out. Oh, it's a camera. You just point it. It's fine. Yeah, I've got a camera. You know? <laughs> exactly. You know, I actually had this conversation with someone yesterday. Uh, they were like uh, talking about something along those lines. And it's like, yeah, well, what happens if uh, the entrepreneur has a friend or a cousin that has a really great camera um, and they're going to take pictures? And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I have a knife in my drawer in my uh, kitchen. I'm going to go start uh, cutting people open and performing heart surgery. Is that cool, too? <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, there are people who are experts in their field for a reason. And that's why we work with those people because you can trust them. That's yeah. really what it boils down to. Yep. Yeah. It's so important for people to do this. And it's funny. I, I hear, you know, my two most frustrating things when someone's either starting a business or rebranding a business, they always start with their logo and their business card. I'm like, Hey, we just did business cards for the first time because we did like these baseball cards and they were fun. But if your business card, no one pays attention to. I mean, I've got stacks of them. I never touch. And then your logo People don't look at that much, but your face, your picture, people go to over and over and over again. So it just frustrates me so, on such a high level. I've been talking about it for 10 years, and people still kind of throw it away. Um, but I think one of the reasons, too, is people are afraid to see themselves. And, you, I, you know, I, I watched your About Us video, which was oh, great. For sure. Oh, for sure. And you talked about that a little bit. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience and, and how you help people get over that? 
Oh, you mean in terms of my uh, my uh, hating the camera for yeah. like twenty something years of my life? Oh yeah. Well, I I was uh, I was a little husky for the first twenty something years of my life, and you don't mean a dog, of- right? Yeah, no, I just mean like really, really overweight. And um, I was not exactly the most comfortable in front of a camera to the point that I would be slightly belligerent to my family when they would ask me. to. I mean, I have photos of me at like eighth grade graduation where I am so pissed off and I look at it now and I'm like, ah, dude, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back and but, shake yeah, that kid, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I want to give him a hug, actually. Uh-huh. Now, you know, but n- yeah, let's smack him in the face first and give him a hug. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, now you know what it is. I I relate to everyone who walks in front of my camera and says, "I'm not photogenic. I hate being in front of the camera. I want this to be as quick as possible." I've heard all of it. The way that I counteract that is with some tough love. It's not, oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, you're going to be. No, I'm talking to eight-year-old John, basically, when I talk to these people. It's like, cut the crap. You are here because you are doing something great with your life, and you need to focus on that and cut it out. And obviously, there's a lot more than that. But by and large, the way that I get people uh, to break the wall down uh, is I talk a lot of crap, make them laugh and fire away. And I get a lot of candid smiley shots like that. And more importantly, it's, it's, it's not just about the smiley candid shots. It's more about this face relaxing all the muscles soften up and it's for like a a nice chunk of time at each time. And then I can leverage that by getting them to kind of, uh, I'll throw out different types of words and emotions to get people like excited, or I'll, I'll say something really off the wall, make them laugh again. And then I'll get back in there because they are the most receptive right after a laugh. So that's part of my strategy to get people calm. And that's a, I mean, what you just said there is a huge strategy. Because, like we said before, people read faces, and to be able to help people get the right facial expression is just an amazing talent. And immediately, you know, people ask you, I'm sure people come to you like they come to me, and they're like, well, what's the best piece of equipment? What's this? What's that? But that thing that you just did there is probably the number one thing that you could could probably take an iPhone and go, boom, make something awesome because you made someone's face the right – make the right faces, literally. That actually – you're absolutely – that um and and actually uh, even on a on a higher level it's about it's about your game behind the camera it's about your confidence behind the camera if when I first started these expressions that you see were nowhere near my camera why because I wasn't confident in the way that I am now um, and one day it was just like all right I have the technical stuff down I feel it uh, this is when I was doing headshots uh, specifically. And then one day it was just like, you know what? Um, I need to be me. I have to be me in order to get these people to be them themselves. And that's when the uh, that's when the laughing, that's when the uh, talking a lot of crap, that's when the expletives fl- fly out of my mouth. That's how I get people comfortable. And, um, and more importantly than that, though, um, it's the ability to let these clients know what they're in for before they show up because if they're the type of person that's not receptive to my style it's very important that they know that before they even show up 
Um, I was talking to someone earlier yesterday about that, about having that rapport. And that's that's the component. It's the confidence from within, the technical proficiency to be able to get people in the right positions, and then the confidence within yourself to get to talk to them, to get them to deliver that expression. Whew. That's a little bit of work. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> but it's true. In preparing to make sure that you have awesome photographs, what are some of the tips like before even entering into a photography session that you should know? Well, when my clients uh, come in and work with me, there is an entire dossier of things we need to talk about. But in very general terms, uh, and a lot of this is in my uh, – uh, my tip sheet that I have on my website that people um, can grab. Uh, but by and large, um, it's understanding that the entire goal of your portrait session, your branded lifestyle portrait session, is to create an image library that is diverse and versatile. And the way that you do that is by pre-planning a bunch of different things. Um, and it's not just about getting one type of shot like we were talking about before, the smiling. and it's, it's about this wide emotional range, but it's also doing different things. Like what does work look like to you, for example? Are you on the computer all the time? Let's get some shots of that. Let's actually get some shots of you on all different types of technology. Why? Because you can take those images and you can actually put in – uh, graphics on those screens. So it's like you can use those images over and over and over again. So we'll have shots of you working plus evergreen images that you can use for uh, sales vehicles or for some kind of an announcement or whatever. Then, um, like we were talking about with you, uh, looking at you on the video screen here, um, shooting on a clean background for graphics purposes as well. And also to get those types of shots that really accentuate your personality and brand through the expression. So we want those types of shots. Then we need to find other shots that are just, you know, portraity shots of you sitting looking into the camera, but justified and looking a certain way. So there's a bunch of different, and there's some other stuff that doesn't involve you at all. Uh, my, uh, what I refer to as the prop shots, uh, shots of books or manuals or, um, uh, like inspiring quotes, but not like digital quotes, like nine times, 99% of quotes that I see on Instagram are. I'm talking like physical things with quotes on it, and I shoot that stuff in an interesting way because it there's a tangibility, tangible level to it that isn't there with these digital things. It feels more tactile. Yeah, I love that. It's an image. Yeah, we've yeah. been talking about that a lot, using that in a lot of the videos and stuff too. It's like, Having those quotes, taking that to the next level, being prepared. And it shows that, hey, that's yours. You can hold it, right? Yeah, totally. That's really a great, great little tip there. And I think that probably adds a lot to it. Um, So how often do you think people should get new portraits, especially entrepreneurs? Okay. Um, It really depends on where you want to go be completely honest with you. If you are someone that sees yourself on a TED stage sometime, if you want to be someone that has like that, those million followers and you have different, uh, different, uh, programs that are going yearly, you need stuff every day. You need daily content. Um, it doesn't mean we need to see your face every day. We could do some of the things that I had discussed earlier just to fill in, but we're talking hundreds of images. You need hundreds of images. And, um, and 
it really depends upon how you, uh, the photographer that you hire in terms of what he or she presents. But um, really, you need stuff every day. So yes. It's a lot. Yes. So let's talk about a little bit about your business. How are you? What's working for you right now in marketing your business? Content, content, content. <laughs> Period. It's about it's content. It's content, content, content plus educating about that content and why it's and why it's the thing that I do. Um, my Instagram feed every day has a new image, and I it's some kind of educational piece. Uh, nine times out of ten, that's what I use it for. I blog constantly. Uh, I'm trying to blog constantly. Let me be honest. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, doing things like this yep. because. What I've realized is that what works for some people doesn't necessarily work for everyone. And for me, stuff like cold emails, I hate that stuff. It just does not work for me. What works for me is the ability to, to show how passionate and how much I love what I do. And that involves things like this or in-person networking events. One of the things that I like to do in terms of marketing myself is to go to networking events where there will be high-level entrepreneurs and uh, thought leaders of various types. And I offer the organizer of the event uh, complimentary event photos for like an hour or two. And I just walk around, do my thing. And I offer that to people. And it's providing value without them paying a dollar. And that's how I get remembered. Yep. So and That's awesome. And you know, it's funny because I was, I was at an event with Seth Godin. We were doing a workshop. And someone asked him, you know... Um, well, what should I do if someone's stealing my photograph and, and, you know, and spreading it all over the place? And he's like, well, if Oprah wanted to put your photograph on our show, you'd, you'd be thrilled. But then people are, if, as long as they're crediting you somewhat, right, it, it's an amazing thing. And even if they're not, eventually you can say, hey, there's my photograph over there. And I love that because you're providing value ahead of time. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. No, that's, yeah, definitely. Um, I, um yeah, I don't worry so much about people stealing those photos. That doesn't bother me so much. But I do understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, um, it's just – it's also about the conversations I have with people there too. It's the photos. But, oh, yeah, that was that guy. And, oh, wow, these photos are really cool. And, yeah, I'll talk to you on the phone. You know, And it kind of wow. just goes from there. I love it. I love it. And being a New Yorker, I bet you can talk a little. Uh, you know, I got some words. I say some things. I have a way about myself. I'm being, I'm being very, very good right now. I'm not dropping any kind of curse words. I'm being a gentleman. I'm being a gentleman right now. <laughs> we're we have to have you back on again, and we'll just go go straight out with the swear words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that's awesome. Um, so, if someone wants to work with you, how, how does the process work? Um, I have a, uh, Calendly account and I just ha I just ask that people sign up for a 20 minute consultation for your charge. We just, uh, talk about their needs and, uh, we kind of go from there. I kind of give them a rough estimate of what I think would be great for their brand based on where they want to go. And I, we kind of work from there. Love it. Um, I love it. I mean, these, these, and these are such a great investment. Because if you're doing any type of marketing, having these photos, it's going to make your website 20 times better. It's going to make your social media 20 times better. Yeah. And, you know, telling that story, it's going to, it's better than spending a lot of money on the logo, in my opinion. 
Um, right. And we make logos. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I try and push people away from that. I'm like, you know, what you do, like these photographs send people to the logo, but it's really, this is really telling a story. And I love it. And I love your, your proficiency. It's awesome. Um, if, if you're going to give people one last tip, what's the one big thing that you would tell them make sure to do with their portrait photos? Ooh, God, there's so much. Uh, what's the one thing? Um, what's the one thing you see working right now? What's the one thing that I see working? I, well, I see a lot of things working, but the main thing is consistency. It's consistency. Because once you have the high quality images that are on point on brand and you can write interesting, captionable stories, wide ranging stuff, you got to get it out there and you have to do it consistently. Otherwise, it defeats the purpose and it dilutes the whole process. Awesome. Awesome. John, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It was a great conversation. Thank you, Ian. It was uh, had a good time. This is fun. Um, and I'll, you'll know, check johndemato.com. I can say that. Uh, <laughs> you just click on the show notes or click on the image on your, your phone. In the show notes, you'll find uh, a link to his website. You'll be able to find a link to those 20 ways to really make your lifestyle portrait photos into a marketing goldmine, essentially. Uh, you download that. And obviously, if you want to talk to John about a session, there's the contact form on there. John, thanks a lot. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. And thank you all for taking John and I on your journey to Zion Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. <laughs>